0: This is the Cherryleaf Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Cherryleaf Podcast with me, Ginny Critcher. I'm a technical author and trainer based by the Seaside in Brighton and one of the founders and directors here at Cherryleaf. We're looking today at the subject of rebranding and how that impacts a technical author. Uh, So this podcast idea came about when I started putting together an example help file for Cherry Leaf clients. Often our potential clients want to see an example of some of the work we do and since we usually sign an NDA it can sometimes be a challenge to demonstrate some of the completed past work we do. So this led me to write an example help project. The subject of my help file is a travel app. That helps business people organise their travel arrangements, flights, hotels, and so on. In addition to creating the content, I had to imagine my corporate brand and decide what the branding for my invented company would look like. In real life, companies provide us with their own branding, so it isn't part of my job role, usually. And I'm not a graphic designer, so as part of the branding for my imagined travel company, I've been doing a lot of experimentation to try and come up with some professional-looking branding. So this has engaged my interest as it's very creative and different to my normal tech writer role. I'm much more used to thinking about sentence structure, plain English and punctuation, not colour groupings and graphics. Um, I should point out at this Juncture, I'm I'm aware that there's an awful lot involved in corporate branding, way more than a handful of visual elements, but for the purposes of what I've been attempting to do, I'll be sticking to the more visual elements of branding. The content itself for the app was fairly straightforward and ChatGPT helped with the legwork leaving me to refine and polish the generated content. Something I think as tech writers, we're likely to be doing more and more of in the future. I wanted to create a knowledge base with the content. And so I decided to use Madcap Flare to do this. I've used Flare off and on over the years. So it's a help authoring tool I'm familiar with. That said, those of you who've had experience with Flare, you'll know it's a feature-rich tool and there is always something new to learn. Initially, I decided to use a standard Flare template to create my knowledge base and import the content into this. This was fine, and I I produced a fairly standard knowledge base, which I was not unhappy with. The Flare template I used, Delmar, if you're interested, had taken care of the branding, and I simply stuck to the template. But I did feel it could be made to look more graphically impactful, and I started to tweak the template and the styles and so on. This led me into thinking about what sort of brand I wanted for my invented app and so began my research into the world of corporate branding. Before I could change my template generated brand, I needed to understand what branding actually is in order to effectively rebrand. So what is branding? In a nutshell, it's the messaging and positioning of your organization's brand across your marketing and communications. We know that a strong brand is instantly recognisable and that the brand can even be incorporated into language. We may say, have you got a spare tissue, for example, but we're equally as likely to say, have you got a Kleenex? We all know that Kleenex means tissue paper. Likewise, we use the word hoover as both a verb and a noun interchangeably with vacuum and vacuum cleaner. So corporate branding then is the process of establishing and promoting a unique and consistent identity for a company. It involves creating a cohesive image, including a distinctive logo, messaging, and visual element to convey your company's values, mission, and personality. The goal of corporate branding is to build a strong and recognizable reputation that resonates with customers fosters trust and distinguishes your company from competitors in the market. Or as Amazon's founder, Jeff Bezos, more succinctly puts it, your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. So that all makes sense. But I still wanted to have a deeper understanding about why branding is so important. And for this, I headed over to careerguideexpertsindeed.com to see what they had to say. Indeed.com outlined five areas where branding is so important to a company. First one being increased recognition. So recognition is how a company becomes identifiable in the minds of consumers. Branding through the use of elements like logo and colors helps to establish an identity different from similar products and services on the market, assisting a brand in becoming successful and chosen above its competitors. Of course, there are thousands of well-known brands around. It's an interesting experiment to look at brand logos and see how instantly recognizable many of them are to us. Sainsbury's, the BBC, TikTok, Mercedes, Spotify, HSBC are a few I instantly picked out of the images that came up on my Google search. Another important area where branding is so important is to attract new customers. So, a strong branding leaves a positive impression and communicates a sense of consistency and dependability among customers looking for trust in a product. A solid brand generates natural word of mouth advertising, which is a marketing strategy that costs your company nothing but results in higher amounts of new customer generation. Another point that Indeed.com makes is to retain existing customers. So, after establishing a solid brand, branding helps to retain your existing customers by providing consistent quality that your consumers come to expect. It also increases business value, Uh, so in working to generate new customers and retain existing ones, successful branding increases business value by providing a company with stronger leverage in the industry. And finally, to connect with the target audience. Through market research and data collection, branding helps you connect with the target audience and establish yourself as an expert in the industry through consistency and presence. So becoming easily identifiable solidifies a deeper connection to consumers and communicates your company's ideals and values. Now as I mentioned before, during my research I came across lots of iconic branding And in many instances, just seeing their logo, I would instantly recognize the brand. Here's a few more examples. Nike, the London Underground, Mastercard, Apple and so on. I was understanding now why a strong brand is so important. And that then led me into wondering what makes companies decide to rebrand. So they already have their own strong brand. So why would they change that? My situation with my made-up company wasn't the usual rebranding scenario and I wanted to know more about what kinds of situations would make a company decide to change their image. Profile Tree are a web design and digital marketing company and they have a great informative post on their website about rebranding and I'm going to talk to you now about some of the points they make about why to rebrand. So the first one they mention is a clearer offer. An organization changes and grows over time, so the original branding may not clearly show what the company now offers. An example of this is Dunkin' Donuts, who dropped the donuts from their name in 2019, which makes sense as they do sell other products, not just donuts, as the original name might suggest. Another reason why a company might rebrand is modernisation. A well-established company may end up with a slightly old-fashioned image so a rebrand can vitalize their image and keep it fresh burberry did this in 2010 by making emma watson of harry potter fame the new face of their ad campaign modeling the burberry classic trench coat making it once again relevant and fashionable to be seen in it or it could simply be that a company can outgrow a brand over the years companies expand, they modernize, they grow, and they offer new products to new markets. So it may be that a rebrand is necessary. Given that I already had a brand of sorts, albeit one generated by Madcap Flare, I then began to think about rebranding and what would be involved in that from a technical author's perspective. Because I was in the position of inventing a company, an app, and a help file, I did also had to think about brand definition and identity. That is my corporate mission, values and personality. In the real world, of course, if you're a tech author working at an organization that is rebranding, you may not have any input on your corporate logos, slogans or product packaging. However, what you may have to think about is what items you'll need to update when your marketing people or whoever have come up with the new branding. Your company might be doing a full rebrand or maybe certain elements. Areas tech authors may need to look at and update include Microsoft Word templates, areas such as headers, footers, fonts, styles and so on. Anywhere the company logo appears uh, the company website, product documentation, user assistance, staff handbook. That's not an exhaustive list and every company is different. The ones I've mentioned are some of the more common items that you might need to update. Cherry Leaf actually went through this process and rebranded some years ago and even today we occasionally stumble across a legacy file with our old logo. It was a purple leaf if anyone remembers that from the noughties. Whatever the documentation is that you are responsible for, then that is a good place to start and there's always more than you think. Madcap Flare was the help authoring tool I had chosen for my project and I decided to download and install another template from the Madcap Flare website. And it was on the Madcap Flare website where I came across a new Flare feature. Well, not that new now. It actually came out about six months ago in version 2023 release 2. It's a feature called branding, which enables you to add your corporate branding to your Flare project. You can set common branding elements, for example, logo, hero image, font and color palette to match the output with your company's brand. You do this by setting up a new project and selecting Branding in the Start New Project wizard where you can input all your corporate colours, fonts, etc. At a later date, if your company then decides to rebrand, you can go to your branded Flare project, open it up and go to the branding folder where you'll find the branding CSS file. Open this and make the required rebranding changes. For any Flare users, Madcap Flare's Director of Documentation, Paul Stockland, has some excellent informative videos on the Madcap site that show just how to use the branding feature. They're really good. I absolutely recommend them. Actually, in general, all the videos on the Madcap site are really excellent and informative. I started a new project and added my branding, which I then decided to change, so I went in and updated the CSS which was very straightforward and led to me creating many many versions of my project with different branding. I found this was a very fast efficient way of managing that aspect of rebranding and I found it to be a really useful feature. For any one of us who's being tasked with rebranding content, I would suggest ensuring that whoever's responsible for the rebranding gives you a comprehensive checklist of all the new branding components, including such things as colours, font style, logo and so on, and a list of all the content that you're responsible for rebranding, whether that be user guides, company website or sales and marketing literature. Creating an imaginary company with an imaginary brand and imagined content has been a great creative learning experience for me. I've really enjoyed it and learned a lot, and I'm looking forward to continuing to find out more about this fascinating subject. If you've been involved in a real-life rebranding project, I'd love to hear your thoughts and experiences. Thank you for listening to me, Ginny Critcher, on the Cherry Leaf podcast.